How's it going, everyone? Allow people to come in a little bit. Sometimes it takes a little bit to notify people that I've gone live. I hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world. <clears throat> Whether you listen to this on YouTube or you're on listening tomorrow on the podcast, on the audio version of this thing. Uh, it's really good to be back again for the second time. I think the first one went really well and kind of still warming up and getting back used to doing these things because it's kind of like, as I said last time, it's a bit of a practice doing these things. So tonight I've got me berry, uh, hot water, ready for the action. <laughs> it's always good to get a berry tea down here. Berry hot water. You can't beat it. But as always, I've also got the diesel heater going as well uh, to keep nice and warm. It's a bit chilly tonight. <clears throat> Makes a massive difference having a diesel heater in the van for sure. But tonight, anyway, I wanted to talk about a few different things. Uh, I've got some stuff as always that i've been observing my thoughts that i've been coming like coming into touch with i want to talk about the human iris which i think is a really interesting topic i want to talk about that in relationship to changing the soul i also want to talk about free will and we'll also see wherever else we'll get up to and what else comes through and what turns up and also interact with you all in the comments as well and see what's going on for you and see what your thoughts are about some of the things that i'm talking about as, al as always, as I always say, um, I'm still learning a lot of this stuff and I'm still feeling my way into it. Um, you know, feeling me feeling my way into this stuff kind of from my soul. And I think as I kind of start, as the more I develop myself, the more we obviously get access to this stuff. You know, that's what I really, I really believe that. And, uh, and like I say, it's just a, it's a process. And I think we're all on this journey together. It's just kind of, you know, I'm turning up in the way I am on a live stream and I'm sharing, you know, in real time to you raw what things I'm working on, you know, and sharing with anyone out there who kind of is interested and feels the same and maybe asking some very similar questions too. So that's all I do when I, that's all I'm doing now when I turn up these things, I'm just sharing very raw and real. But when it comes to the human iris, it really interests me um, because I've been learning a lot lately about how the soul condition affects the eye, the how the soul condition can affect the human iris. And to me, this makes a lot of sense because over the past couple of years, I've been kind of noticing that relationship of how the soul can affect the human body, you know, on a in a physical sense, you know. So it's my understanding that that the body is a mirror for the soul in the sense of how the body functions. So I 100% believe that when we look around at a lot of diseases in the world, um, I believe that the, our emotional body is mirroring the physical self. Not only in the, in the, not only in the sense of like how we interact with the world in terms of how our, our, um, how our emotions impact on the world around us and what's turned up for us, but how the body is affected through that process. And I believe that at all times in our lives, a lot of these physical ailments that we kind of, as modern medicine tries to do, try to numb, numb, numb out. You know, we believe that we've got a pill, we've got a vaccine for this thing, whatever it may be. I believe that deep down, we're just masking the 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 true emotional cause for that. We're just putting a bandaid over it, you know. Um, and I think that spans out to many different things. You know, like alcohol can come into that span too. You know, like 
pharmaceuticals, whatever you want to call it. It's all about numbing the, the sensations of the body. You know, it's all about numbing the, the soul out to kind of to the deeper information that's coming through at all times. And this information's coming out to us at all times, you know, of course it is. Um, and this is one one thing that I've been working, I've been noticing in my body uh, in relationship to the to, to things that I'm working on, how my body might flare up in certain ways or how I might have physical pain in a certain part of my body or, you know, whatever it may be. But I've been trying to notice the relationship between the thing that I need to work on versus what's flaring up my body or what's causing is causing it, causing the issue. And I fully believe that a lot of these diseases around the world are just kind of the back end of that. You know, it's kind of like these things have gone unacknowledged. You know, the, the communication's been speaking to you. You know, the soul's been speaking to us through our body. You know, just like it does, it tells us about what certain people to be around, uh, who who need to know what environment to be in. You know, the soul's always communicating to us at all times, you know, but we've kind of become desensitized to it, you know, to some degree where we no longer um, can even hear it, you know, but it's always still there, you know, it's always still speaking to us. And I fully believe that, you know, the soul does kind of, you know, the, the soul from from an emotional perspective mirrors the bodily functions of what's going on, you know, and it, it's communicating at all times. And like I said before, to get back to the human eye, like just like I 100% believe that the the body is a, um, the body is a mirror in the sense of how the body functions, you know, it makes sense to me that it it will be all the body, you know, it'll be the eyes too. And the human eye, eye and I, the human iris, the eyes is something that really interests me. You know, I've done a lot of work when it comes to, to eye gazing, soul gazing, whatever, whatever word you want to put on it. And I've had lots of really interesting experiences where I've kind of, um, done eye, eye gazing uh, ceremonies. I've, um, done my own experiments with eye gazing and, and every single time to me, you know, the human eye to me always really fascinates me. And I think there's a lot you know, they, they always say that the, the the eyes are the seat of the soul, you know, and I really do believe that. I believe that there's something that kind of, that that we we, we don't fully understand when it comes to it. And, and what was interesting, um, as I've been kind of digging for more and more information about the human eyes, and as, as we always do when we're on the path, I feel like, you know, the seeker within us always kind of is always... Um, once we gain a bit of new information and it kind of opens up Pandora's box, you know, and sends you down a rabbit hole and you start going somewhere else, you start looking into someone else. And that's what I always find for me. You know, I feel like this information, if we like, I kind of find in my journey that I'll, I'll come across a piece of information and it'll blow my mind or it'll just trigger something in us emotionally or, or on a soul level, it'll hit that spot. And as it hits that spot, you'll find that later on down the line, the, the answers that you have, that you, the questions that you're seeking, it'll just turn up for you. Whether that's information that'll pop up up to you, or whether that's just kind of um, something that turns up for you in your physical reality or your environment. And I think it's the nature of this place. It's the nature of God. You know, He'll kind of give you what you need. You know, at the right time. I really do believe that. And uh, and I think that's this is kind of the dialogue. What's happening in this reality? If we're attuned at all times, we can kind of start getting in a rhythm where you start realizing how everything's turning up for us. It's like there's this constant biofeedback between the nature of this place and the nature of this reality that's com constantly communicating with us and guiding us in a certain directions, directions, not only telling us what, what's out of balance, but bringing the right people into our lives, also bringing the wrong people in for us to learn and learn lessons, you know. So it's, there's this constant feedback with the, with the nature of this, of this nature of this reality. And when it comes to, when I was speaking about how kind of the, the premise of like how you can change your soul, you can change your iris, your human iris. 
uh, divine truth jesus was talking about something really interesting with this and he was talking about actually how how the human iris like the detail in the human iris can actually show us what emotions that need to be worked on and to me this was really fascinating so i started obviously doing a little bit more research into this and there's a guy called um, denny johnson and he talks about how um he talks about like the structure of the iris and he talks about how within the iris is a lot of different kind of like structurally there's kind of different shades and different kind of uh, dark structures within our eyes and he was talking about how these are kind of signifying emotional injuries within inside of our soul and he talks about how which i thought was really interesting especially when it comes to the, the development of kids and development of you know us as adults you know because that's we've always been all been kids and um, but he was talking about the the, the the development structure of the iris and talking about how up to the age of seven there's actually no developmental structure in the iris of a child up to the age of seven. And it's interesting to me because we all know that, you know, emotional injuries and trauma, you know, is formed in the early stages of development. You know, that's that's evident to see that, you know, as we've, we've all been young children, you know, we've all been immersed in our environments and around certain people. We all know that our environment shapes our soul, you know, it completely shapes who we are as people. And I think there's that famous quote that goes around, you know, it says kind of, it says like, give me the uh, famous psychologist said about how give me a child at the age of seven, you know, and I can mold his consciousness because it, it's up to that age where in our developmental stage as human beings, where, you know, we, our souls are being developed at that very early stage. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, we're still, our souls are still very pure and still very malleable, you know, we're st still not very much in that innocence. And then obviously we get to this kind of, around the age of seven i know there's different theories around this but between the age of seven and around 12 where this the, the soul really starts to kind of like crystallize you know the soul starts to really form form itself in a, in a lot of the kind of the um the um the programs and a lot of the kind of um conditions that's being put on us from a young age you know it starts to form us in a certain way and obviously as we start getting older we start kind of you know unshackling a lot of that program and start working on our soul and kind of retracing the steps back to them things that have been affecting us and that obviously that's what we're all doing now you know that's every single day i wake up and i'm obviously trying to reformulate them and, and feel you know um feel the the emotions the causal emotions that have that have caused me to, to be who I am, you know, and affect us in, in certain ways. You know, obviously we have good ones as well as bad ones, but there's, as we all know, there's a lot of kind of unconscious ones that are all in us that are kind of, that are playing out and playing out like a program in our, in our daily lives. And like when I was saying before about how the, um, uh, the structural, the structural changes, um, that, how about how, how there was, there's no structural changes to the age of seven within the human iris. Um, well, it's really interesting to me that like, because um, Jesus was also talking about how um, in this talk that I was watching him talk about, he was talking about how you can actually chart the development of the soul by photographing the iris. So as you kind of, as we start working on ourselves and we start developing our soul condition, if you take a picture of your eye, you can actually, in the human iris, you can actually chart and see the de development of of the uh, wounds and the things that you've been working on, which I thought was really fascinating to me. And, and it's interesting. Um, and Jesus was talking about how the left is kind of, uh, um, it's kind of kind of leaning towards the, the, so basically the left eye is the mother's wounds that have caused wounds within your soul. And the right eye is the father. And which I think is really interesting to, about this, because obviously I've done a lot of research into the, to the, to the uh, right in the left hemisphere of the human body in relationship to the, to the feminine and the masculine. And it's interesting how kind of 
Jesus was talking about how the left of the eyes is kind of um, portraying to the mother side of the wounds that's caused inside of us and the right is to the father. Well, the right hemisphere is the feminine and the left is the masculine. And obviously the opposites kind of um, affect each other within the human body. So it's really interesting how as we come across a lot of these deep truths, as I mentioned many different times, there's always a mirror effect in terms of the the, 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 the symmetry in the relationship between the between the certain aspects and the certain parts of the body lining up to the emotions that affect us and um and how we interact with that because like i always say you know the body is a is a, is a the, the, this place is set up in a way it's where kind of like everything is mirroring each other you know there's like it's it's so integral in terms of like how the body mirrors the different soul aspects you know and how that mirrors within nature you know it, there's no coincidence in terms of like all these different things that we come across and and that's not what that's and and it and it's um it's mind blown at times you know but it's the more you the more we kind of has have eyes to have the more we have eyes to see you start seeing this in everything you know not only do you start seeing it in nature but you start seeing it in yourself you know you start seeing it how your emotions affect certain organs in your body you know how we all the energy different points are all correlated to different organs and senses and things like that you know and nerves in the body because it's all mirroring one another you know it's the it's the nature of this place you know and um just gonna have a quick drink and uh one of the experiments i've been trying to do as well i've been trying to over the last few like over the last few years but mostly over the last one year I've been trying to kind of play with that awareness, you know, with inside of me, when hemispheres inside of me, mind. I've been trying to like play with the, like kind of, um, like in relationship to kind of, in relationship to kind of like how creative I am as a person or something, you know, like, or even, even if I'm kind of like thinking about something, I'm trying to like play with the hemispheres inside me, inside myself. Like, where's it that kind of, that certain hemisphere is kind of dominant in regards to carrying out the certain action or doing this certain thing or acting in a certain way and um i've also been playing with that awareness when it comes to kind of god you know i've been trying to like kind of as i speak about god i've been trying to feel with inside of my own soul um you know where is it inside of my soul that is kind of communicating to like what part of my hemisphere is kind of communicating to the feminine or the masculine part of god you know because when it comes to god i think we kind of we we see i think i mean for me i know speaking from my self there's a very dominant like there's a very masculine approach to to humanity you know there's a very masculine approach to kind of the perception of god and how god is and even sometimes when i see the word god i'm still learning this and feeling it. i kind of i know that the masculine is more dominant within me but maybe that's because um you know within all of us we do have a more kind of a a masculine or a feminine that is dominant within us because supposedly we are kind of all two halves of one soul you know we all we're all one half of one soul supposedly so obviously one half of each of our souls our soul so maybe naturally i'm going to be more masculine dominant dominant so i'm in a masculine body so my so that obviously i am more masculine dominant you know because i've manifested a physical body so my soul is more masculine dominant yeah, that's what's interesting to me when it's just to go off tangent not to go too off track but nothing's off track with these but you know like with the kind of like all these conversations with kind of like um like um people changing genders and things like that and not being comfortable in their own body 
you know, it, it kind of begs the question, you know, like, does God make mistakes in that process? You know, and I'd, I'd, in my personal opinion on it, I might be wrong on this, but I don't feel he does. You know, I feel like our souls manifest a physical or a feminine body based on our soul, you know, whether our soul is more feminine dominant or more masculine dominant. And I don't believe that God makes mistakes, you know, in that process. And and it's just interesting that how I feel like in that process, I feel like not to open up a can of worms because it's probably a podcast for itself. And I have spoke about this before. But I feel like the reason why I feel like that that process happens and why people kind of get confused in that sense is because the lead the leading emotions with inside of themselves are causing that emotional injury for them to to react in a certain way. You know, whether they have a father wound or a dad wound, you know, it's causing them to react in that certain way, in my opinion. And there's more to it than that, but I'm just that's just what's coming through right now. But there's a lot more to it than that anyway. But like I said, there's in this place, there's there's, there's not it's not a coincidence why why we've manifested into the bodies in which we have, you know, we manifest in the bodies in which we have because there's lessons to be had in that, you know, it's, it's because the, the we are, because I'm a masculine energy, you know, because the masculine energy within my side of my soul has been dominant. It's manifested me in a physical body. You know, there's no mistakes in my opinion, you know, there's only coincidences. And, uh, and I, I definitely, I definitely really believe that. And uh, I'll go and have another drink again. <laughs> But like I was saying before, I do believe that, you know, on, on a soul level, you start changing the body, it starts affecting what's in front of you. And like I said before, it, it's 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 interesting to me how, I mean, something I have been trying to do with the human iris, even just kind of observing your own eyes in the mirror, you know, it brings a lot of interest. In, it brings a lot of interest in introspection, you know, try even try ideas with yourself and see what comes up. You know, I've had experiences where I've seen I've seen entities, you know, I've seen certain things. I've seen entities and people, you know, I've seen loads of different random stuff. And, uh, and I don't think it's about kind of labeling it. It's just kind of about experiencing it. And that's what I've been kind of trying to play with a lot of the time. But I think it's interesting just to even kind of observe your own eyes and try to kind of feel and work out, you know, based on what um, what I was saying before about how kind of the, the different structures and the dots in the eyes are actually like representing emotional injuries within inside of the self and trying to feel into that, you know, and see what comes up with it. And like I say, I'm no expert on it. It's like I've just come across this information and it's something that I, the other day, as I kind of started feeling into it, I started kind of observing the different, like um, the different uh, structures that are, that are formed within me own in my own human iris, and starting to feel within inside myself. You know, who, what way could that be caused from in my environment when I was younger? You know, and I think that's really interesting to do. It's always interesting because that's where it's mostly at. You know, it's mostly at you know, kind of with our souls conditioners. It's it's kind of looking back and feeling into the past emotionally. Um, and trying to find the causal emotions that have caused us caused us to feel certain things that we feel as adults now and uh, and trying to walk the path and become more sensitive to that you know and i think i really do feel like there is a law in this place where as you start developing and you start tuning in where you start realizing that that you know every action that we do take you know that is outside of love there's a kind of there's a consequence to that you know and I think there's 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 many consequences to that on different levels, you know, like but on a kind of on a more kind of on a body level, if that makes sense, you know, the, the, it's clear that the soul does have this constant mechanism where it is telling us when we are kind of out of harmony of with uh, we are out of harmony with love in our lives. And I remember kind of like how um, I, I think like it's hard to explain this, but because there's, I think there's many different levels that goes on with this. But I think like kind of 
course, obviously there's a, there's emotional things, and there's like there's a bio biofeedback within the soul. The physical body also kind of like mirrors this and rep replicates, like I was saying before. But there is kind of like an inner voice, if you want to call it that, that does kind of creep up and tells us when we're kind of like off track. Are we doing something that's not in a not, not coming from a place of love, you know, or, or something that's out of um, out of balance when it comes to mora morality? And I think that's I, I do feel like that's one of the, the biggest things that I've noticed in my own life growing up as a teenager of how like the system is set up in a way to kind of take us away from that that high morality. You know, it's like the whole the whole structure of this society now set up in a way where it's trying to take us out of that morality you know it's trying to kind of <clears throat> take us into the reptilian mind you know it's trying to take us into the fear part of yourself where you, you you're just reactive you know where your, your nervous system's always on hyperdrive you know and it's trying to take us into that lower nature as much as possible and i do feel like like i've, I've recognized this especially when i was um i mean just to give one example i mean the example of porn's a big one because i think for the for the masculine energy pornography is a real is a it's a real big virus that's being put into the in to, to to subdue the mass to, to subdue the masculine there's no doubt to me on on this planet earth now right right now especially what we've seen over the last few years of how the masculine force on this planet um has been completely manipulated in a way using these weaponized systems to kind of manipulate the masculine energy you know to to, to invert the masculine energy in a way and subdue them where they'll not stand up against tyranny um how they'll not even they'll not even kind of be interested in their own souls you know like it, it it's so externalized and i've been on this path too you know i've been kind of out of balance and i'm still trying to find where i'm out of balance and i'm still healing them wounds that were caused through them periods especially with a lot like a lot to do with sexual energy because i feel like with the masculine force pornography is a real big one and i remember when i was um a few years ago when i was on this journey of trying to kind of rid rid that aspect of myself you know there was a there was an internal dialogue through that process that was always coming up you know where you always after you've carried out the carried out a sinful act you know the, the soul's always communicating to you and telling you that this is out of balance and you shouldn't be doing so but that goes for the whole spectrum you know it's not it's not and it's not even for me to judge what that is for anyone else you know because we all have that mechanism within inside of ourselves that's communicating with us on a daily basis and there's things that i can't say now that i'm also doing you know but as we get more sensitive to that, you know, the soul communicates and tells us what's out of balance and what's not, you know. Um, and then that's happening for even the, like everything, the foods we eat, like how we speak to people, how we interact, how we how we um, emotionally kind of um, react and um, react in a moment. You know, there's, there is a constant feedback. And as you develop it, you start you start developing. It gets stronger and stronger and you can't do certain things anymore. You know, you can't kind of like you can't eat bad foods anymore you know you can't kind of like as as that emotion as them emotions kind of integrate into, into your soul who you are you in in your soul is who you are you know you can't kind of go back on you can't go back once because there's a difference between intellectually we can kind of they can be uh, adopted but they have to take place on a soul level and once they take place on a soul level and we integrate them um it becomes second nature, you know. You just you just can't do it, you know. Like you know, like for example, the only way I can describe it, the, the integration level, just to take a very basic, is like you know, you, you a lot of you out there, you wouldn't steal, you know, you wouldn't like do other people over because it's not in your nature, you know. And these things, um, a lot of things that we carry out from a place of wound, you know, they, 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 um, 
we're running a program that we can't we just we haven't got the set we haven't developed the sensitivity around it and as you develop a sensitivity around it, it integrates into your soul you know and you just wouldn't do them things anymore and that's the process that's the progress of the soul what i'm what i'm noticing um but like i said before a lot like all of us are are desensitized you know or a lot some people obviously are very desensitized from this process you know and they they have no morality at all when it comes to anything you know they can't they can't they can't help themselves you know but obviously that's coming from something that is it's a learned behavior you know it's something that is is is, is emotionally affected them on emotional on an emotional level and they haven't developed themselves in that way to kind of to to strengthen that and that's why i think it's really important to strengthen these things you know because for me like this is where the work is you know the work's always on the soul level for me because if we look back now all our lives you know when people for example are like i spent so many years working on my body you know like working physically on my body and eventually it took us to the soul you know but that was the missing piece for you me you know like the missing piece for me was doing the the soul work you know that's where it's truly at and it's as you develop yourself as you de start developing yourself on a soul level everything else starts f falling into place you know and it's kind of for me it's really been that missing piece because for so long i think a lot of the times we've this is what i find it sometimes as well with like the the self-help and stuff like that it's kind of it's just on it's just on the uh, the edges of it you know it's like it's just scratching at the surface you know but as you start really doing that soul work and doing the emotional work you know everything else starts to, to line the place you know i think this is where like kind of what's interesting to me when it comes to kind of science as well versus kind of science versus the emotional work because i, I honestly feel like you can you know you can go to a university right and you could study science for you could study science for 30 years and you could work on a few emotions and you could have more scientific understanding than a person a professor who went to university for 30 years because the laws of this place 100 percent, the laws of this place 100 percent, are, are are rooted in god's laws so eventually you know the things that we discover inside of our soul science later on down the line turns up and, and proves it and it's happening over and over again. You know, one of the things, first thing that I recognized this with was with the work of Wim Hof. I don't know if you can remember. I know obviously everyone knows who Wim Hof is, but Wim Hof's work was all about kind of like, um, you know, self-sovereignty over one over one's mind, you know, and how of, of how how the mind can overcome limiting beliefs. And that like Dr. George Spencer's works about this, you know, the placebo effect of how your own mindset can affect the body. And and that, and this is what it's all about, you know. And science, later on down the line, you know, that was being talked about for years. There was even there was even people in the past who talked about this years ago, you know, about how I can't remember the guy, but there was many there was many um, there was many scholars and people who came well before um, before kind of Wim Hof and and Dr. Joseph Spencer, but they are the kind of the modern pioneers of this, you know, who've brought this to the modern day world. And they were talking about this effect of the belief and how belief affects affects physical matter and how it affects um by bio the biology of the body uh, and it's and it's clear to see that it do, it clear, it's clear to see that it does that you know and i don't know where i was going with that i've completely lost my trail of thought now <laughs> but anyway <laughs> but um i just completely lost my trail of thought i was really in it there and i just completely lost my trail of thought maybe it's time to take a drink But I think it's interesting to mention as well um, how kind of 
I'm trying to remember what I was touching on now, but I've completely lost my trailer of thought. But how how can we go through that process to kind of like start, you know, start that own process within our own selves? How can we kind of kind of start doing the work, you know, to kind of to to release the unhealed emotions? Because I, I feel like that's where it's really at. And this is something that in my own personal relationship with this, where I'm still discovering this myself, you know, I'm still trying to develop my relationship with my own soul in the sense of like how do we kind of how how can I get how can I do this you know how can I how can I um work on the on the on the on the from a soul level how can I do the work better you know and uh and it's a process I really feel like it's a process because it's like I said before it's not an intellectual process it's an emotional process and you, we can intellectualize like the, the, the these big lessons that turn up for us on a daily basis but it's m more so like how do you integrate them on a soul level and how do you process them you know and I think one of the things that I, I recognize in myself is like kind of asking yourself the question, you know, look at it, look at the emotions that we're in denial of, you know. And also you can bring God into that equation too, you know. This is something I've been working on where you can speak. You know, like if you if someone's out there is not comfortable speaking to God, you know, like, you know, um, you know, call it whatever you want, you know. Um, you can call it whatever you want, you know. It doesn't matter to me. But for me, I'm comfortable now calling it God and I'm still trying to form that connection. But you can, you know, you can pray to God, you know, pray to God and ask him, ask him the question, you know, what is it, what is it that I'm in denial of, you know, what is it that I can't see? And even just kind of like speaking out to, to um, speaking out then like in praying and having, and with praying with pure intentions with inside yourself, because we all pray. It's not in the sense of like, for me, it's not in the sense of just praying in the sense of, I mean, this is, this is something I've been trying to do more in the sense of like having a physical practice where I do pray. But it can be, that's like, people call that meditation, you know, people call that just introspection, you know, I think it's, for me, it's more so about in your daily life, it's kind of having that inner dialogue, you know, as you're sitting, as you're walking around, being introspective, you know, like speaking to yourself. Like, for example, the, um, the other day I was kind of, um, I was, I was training and working out my body and I was, I was working out my body. I was kind of, in, I was in, we're always in our minds, you know, and we're always in our souls and our hearts and we're always feeling certain things. And it's just having that dialogue, you know, and at time to times, I'll just kind of, don't get us wrong, it's got to be with sincerity, you know, you've got to really mean it, but you've got to and, and start that dialogue with with God, you know, and speak and speak to him, you know, speak to her, speak to him and, uh, and see what comes up, you know. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with kind of like, I think one of the most humbling things we can do is um, there's nothing wrong with asking for help, you know, and, uh, and speaking out and see what comes up, you know, in your soul. I really do believe that. Um, and obviously examining, like, one of the biggest ones for me in the path has been, and there's always, I know there's lots that I can't see, and I'm not seeing this stuff in a way that I've got to figure it out because I'm just sharing what I'm, the process of what I'm doing on a daily basis and what I'm trying to kind of work towards so that maybe can assist someone else, you know. And I'm not saying that I've got all the answers. I clearly, I clearly haven't. Every day I'm always like a dumb idiot and I'm missing things and I'm acting out of love and I'm doing things that are wrong. But one of the things that's helped me is, is definitely kind of observing like the form of repentance, you know, like examining things that that I've done done wrong that are out of balance with love, you know, like what have I done wrong and, and examining it from a true place, you know. And forgiveness is always a big one too as well, like forgiving things that have happened to you, you know, that's another big one. Um, 
and like I said, it's not intellectualist. It obviously has to take place on an emotional level. I feel like in the intellect will only get you so far. Like I said before about that example, when I lost my trail of thought, when I was talking about the scientist, <clears throat> you know, I fully believe that like we all, all the root of all knowledge is, is on a, is on a, it's on a, it's from a psycho spiritual level, you know, like we, like we, when we see all these inventions of the past, when people talk about kind of like, you know, how did they get the knowledge for the pyramids? How did they get the knowledge for this? Like, how did they know this about psychology? How do they understand about the chakras and the Kundalini? Because it's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's like, um, how do you, how do I describe it? It's a, it's a soul retrieval, you know, it's like human beings have all come on this planet where they've all kind of worked on themselves to a certain degree and they get access to this, this inner knowledge, you know, and that's what it's all about. You know, that's the secret dimension within within this whole place. It's It all opens up once as you start retracting and doing the work, doing the soul work, you know. Um, and, and, and it just appears, you know. It starts to make sense, you know. The science starts to make sense. That's why I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the ancient Egyptians and things like that, you know, that I don't know their soul condition. I don't know where they're at. But it's clear to see by the architecture and the buildings that were created at, at that time on the planet that they were, they were they were tapping into something, you know. They were they were gaining some, some type of information, and uh, and to me, it's they were you know retrieving that information through their inner worlds, you know. Like they were they were doing the work, and through that, and manifesting the sight and the science was coming with it, you know. They were able to see things because as you work on your emotions and you start developing yourself as a person, you know, you start you don't just intellectually understand the science; you feel the science, you know. You even feel the science before it comes. And I think that's why it's like the the theme of things on this planet over the last few years of the way the way the way science has moved. It's always behind. It's always behind like the the emotional intelligence. It always is, and it's always playing catch up. And it's always been. And then the emotional work's always been. It's always been proved wrong, you know. <clears throat> um, there's a few questions in the comments. Let's quickly see one. My dad actually asks a quick question. He says, what's your thoughts on research of vast record of images of people's eyes have been put in record? The theory being the eyes are unique, the person dies, and they say they have found they found children's eyes. Yeah, I think, um, I know there's a lot of information talking about the, the human eyes in, in, in respect to kind of not changing, but I think that's probably the human eye, the new information that I've been coming across. The reason why the human eyes probably has not been changing is because of the... Um, <clears throat> Because the soul condition in people doesn't really change much, you know, and I, uh, and, and I'm laughing about that because uh, who knows my eyes probably might have not changed yet, you know, and uh, so it's it's kind of been humble to that, you know. But I think uh, it is interesting, like 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 how um, Common said about how how the how the eyes everyone has their own unique eyes, you know, and it, it, it and that is true, and obviously it's it's unique in the sense of that as well from the emotional emotional wounds that we have you know like if obviously jesus is right what he's talking about which i feel he is is that because he's right about most stuff but he's talking about how um how the emotional injuries affect affect the emotional injuries within us obviously affect the formation of our eyes and it 100 makes sense to me you know we obviously all have a unique would all have a unique signature through that process you know it would all through our own kind of soul experiences that we've had on the planet that would shape shape the iris and shape who we are as people. But like I say, there's probably <clears throat> um I do think I do think to some degree that the eyes are probably the um 
because there is kind of like uh, it's hard to explain this, but there is kind of like things. There is like there is ways that kind of God in this place kind of uses to communicate, and the eyes obviously seem to be that physical component of that. You know, the physical component that that can't be changed. You know, like you can change the history books. You know, you can rechange the Bible. You can change certain physicalities of this place to kind of discard and hide truth. But then there is there is a there is loads of kind of. Um, really kind of unique and special things that are embedded in this entire place that that can never be destroyed you know uh and the and obviously the the there's there's a it's hard hard to describe this but there is there is many of them things that are that are all around us that kind of that speak underneath the surface you know all around us we just obviously have to be sensitive to them you know but they are always there and they're always active you know there's obviously the law of attraction that's always turning up for us too is more, more become sensitive to that you know how things are turning up for us but there's many different things <coughs> on a metaphysical level if you want to call it that or a spiritual level whatever you want to word that is communicating you know that can't be kind of destroyed you know you can kind of burn the, the books of alexandria you know or you can kind of you can change history to kind of to match and suit dogma or or whatever it may be but you can't change things from a soul level of what you can feel you know and i, I just i just believe that <clears throat> there's there's always more there's always more to come you know there's always more more that we can't feel and what we can't see i really do uh i wanted to also touch on free will as well i made a note of that i want to talk touch about touch on free will because i do feel as well also the more that you do kind of start um opening yourself up to the to the to to god's law um and the more you start kind of healing yourself you do kind of i've noticed that you do adopt more free will because i feel like when it comes to the topic of free will and free will is a massive topic and i'm not going to be able to cover it all because there's so much that i'm gonna i'm not going to be able to kind of dive into on that one but just to touch just slightly touch on free will and what i've been noticing <clears throat> it makes sense to me a lot in my own journey of like how i think free will is is very much determined by kind of a lot of uh, the things that are unhealed within us and if you if we're operating like a lot of things that we're doing in our life, you know, we believe that are operating from free will, but they're, they're really not, you know, we're being kind of, we're being influenced in a sense from our unhealed emotions, you know, like where we're operating from. And I feel like, I really feel like, you know, if we had a map of kind of like of every single action that we take in our lives of like what we, what path we chose, what thing we bought, whatever it may be, we'd probably find that nearly all of it was all from like certain emotions that were caught unhealed emotions that were causing that certain thing and i'm not saying all emotions because we all know that we haven't we can all feel in our own lives that we there's certain choices that we can we do make that are from a pure place you know we, you can feel it you know when you when you when it happens because there is that communication that goes on too you know there is a just like there's a communication of telling us what's wrong there's also communication of telling you what's good you know when you hit something and when you move into alignment with something it tells you and, and you feel it you know um and also i feel like a lot of um the, our free will is probably is also determined by the influence you know the spirit influence that's happening on this planet you know the inf the wounds that we're operating wrong from obviously allows the spirits to influence us in certain ways and it's evident to see how that 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 manifests and plays out uh, on the planet you know uh <clears throat> i'm gonna have another drink But there's something else, something, something I also also wanted to, um, and also just while I'm before I speak about this, if anyone wants to pop any questions in the in the live stream as well, I'm open to answer anything you want or any comments. I'm I'm up to diving into whatever you want. 
if there's something that you want to <clears throat> want to bring up and we'll see what comes through and what uh, goes on and what we can dive into but uh laura said something really interesting the other day and uh when we obviously laura together you know we're all we're always always kind of bouncing certain concepts and certain ideas off each other and we're feeling certain emotions and and, and uh and bouncing ideas off each other and uh over the past few years I mean, Laura's obviously we've been having experiences where we kind of like you know we we we've been f not just physically facing entities, but seeing entities and and uh, and uh, feeling uh, and seeing. Um, well, how do you even describe this? You know, but like just seeing entities from all different forms. You know, seeing reptilians, seeing grey aliens. You know, seeing um, the seeing uh, becoming becoming aware of things that we've seen in the past through our past experiences in the dream realm and when we were younger and stuff like that and what what's been coming up. And, and i feel like um you know when it comes to a lot of this stuff like kind of um it's always really cringy to me but like you know when people talk about the palladians and things like that and they speak about these kind of like these interdimensional forces if you want to use that word are these beings that kind of are operating all around us and there's a lot of kind of like uh, people who kind of like you know talk about how the star seed from this planet and, and things like that and, and to me there's there's really is a line with that i think it's very cringy and it and, and i and I've probably been guilty of that in the past too, you know, as I've been developing myself. But I feel like I'm at the stage now where I feel like it's very cringy, a lot of this stuff. And it's important to kind of have a real open mind and stay and keep and keep and keep kind of grounded in this information because I feel like a lot of people use these use this to bypass certain things with inside themselves. Like they'll just say, like, oh, you know, I'm a palladium, I'm a star seed. But really, like on a soul level, they've never they haven't changed at all. You know, they're just kind of using this as a way to bypass their own soul soul state. You know where they're at, and they just use it as a cop out. You know, to not do any work. You know, I'm already saved, kind of thing. But what's interesting to me is when it comes to kind of as I said, I've been developing me understanding around kind of what the reptilians are, what the Palladians are, because I do believe that there is. I mean, there is a lot of evidence out there saying that there is kind of these. I don't even know what word you want to call it. Is there's these beings? There is these beings that interact with humanity. You know, it's clear to see that people have channeled things like this. Um, people have had interactions with beings like that. And uh, Laura said something really interesting <clears throat> about how what she said. What if? Um, like basically, she said, "What if um, the 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 kind of the greys or the." the palladians or the reptilians what if they look different dependent on the um sp specific uh soul injury that they have and to me that's really interesting to think about it you know like if because just like just like our physical body um so in the physical realm now you know it's evident to see that the majority of people we all have the same body because i think the physical density is very different <clears throat> I really do. I think the physical body is very different in, in the sense of like in how 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 the other spirit realms are, because I believe that the physical density, whatever whatever you want to call it, three D, what I don't even like them words, but whatever the physical density that we're in now, is very much different, and I think we we do inter we we can interact subtly with these kind of these other beings that are that are that we that that um, many people speak about and many people have experienced that I've experienced that I've seen myself you know I've seen it in many different occurrences so it's clear to me that something is going on 
But if this place, which it clear to clear to me, it does have it has it. There's a law. There's a law embedded within this place. That's why I believe that there's certain laws like that that the um, that like that NASA speak about, like we can go to other planets and things like that. I don't believe that. You know, there is there is laws rooted in this place. That's why there's so many laws because there is an underlying law that's playing out in this in this whole place that we're in. <clears throat> and uh, and it and it has a rule set. You know, that's what it's about. It has a rule set. Um, I know. Uh, Tom Campbell, he talks about this from a more of a consciousness, consciousness, and more of like a quantum, quantum entanglement perspective in terms of like how there's like a, a simulation and there's a rule set within it. But that rule set now, for me, that I've got to, it's 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 God driven, you know. It's it's we're in a God realm, and in that God realm, there is there is laws, you know, that that us as human beings interact with for our soul, and we have to interact through that process. And I've completely lost track of what I was saying in my mind now. <laughs> yeah, but I was speaking about the 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 um the kind of the the manifestation of these of these kind of reptilians and greys and people like that and it, it would make sense to me that the greys and the reptilians you know maybe they maybe they because where i'm at is i believe that you know we have this physical body which is and we have the spirit but spiritual body within inside of ourselves which is a manifestation of our soul <clears throat> and as we cross over into the spirit realm you know you, the physical body dies you know and we cross over and we have a spiritual body and and and, and obviously the soul still kind of manifests and, and manifests a body based on our, where our soul conditions are. <clears throat> but it makes it, it, it begs to differ that as you get to a certain stage in that progression in your soul, that just like your physical body changes, your spirit body is also going to change. And as you kind of get more and more off the path, you know, and you move more away from morality and you start doing more things and you start like hurting people or whatever you start doing, you start hurting your own self, you hurt, hurt people, hurt people, you know as the saying goes and also um as you as your condition uh, advances too because it's not just bad this is obviously as your as your condition advances your spirit body is going to change you know it's going to change and morph into something else <clears throat> so what if like laura said when she's said that interesting theory like what if like you know the reptilians are are just they they are they are a, a physical kind of um Oh, physical and emotional i don't even know how you put this in words because i'm still trying to like feel it feel it out and open to it but they're like kind of manifestations of their soul condition you know so and it's evident to me that you know all the scriptures and things of the past talk about the jinns and the reptilians and things like that and how they are they do bad things and the green aliens and things like that you know and also like it's evident to see as well like you know like the way bodies look and the way bodies form you know we all know that if, if a body has a brightness to it and it looks more healthy and it looks more fulfilled then it 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 it's it, it um it's normally mirroring the soul you know so if like someone looks more like they've got more vitality they've got more life in them it's normally the case that their soul has more buoyancy in them you know it has they have they have more morality in them you know they have uh, more light in them <clears throat> So wouldn't it be the same case that like that's maybe what the reptilians are? They're they're they've kind of they've they've got to this stage where they've just continued that downward spiral, you know, with with their soul condition, and then physically, as we physically interact with that and we see them, the the way that we our souls um, project that and the way that our souls interact with that emotionally in the physical is we, they manifest them at the soul condition from a physical perspective of being a reptilian, being a great alien, or wherever that may go to what we can't even understand and what we can't even acknowledge now you know um 
Jason said we can improve the health of our soul just like our bodies. Yeah, hundred percent can. And then obviously it's but that, that's where it's at, you know. It's like the soul, like I said before, you affect your soul, <clears throat> and then your soul is the is affects your body, you know. It changes the, the biochemistry, it changes the nervous system, it changes how you feel, it changes how you breathe, it changes how you sleep, it changes everything, you know. It all happens on the soul level first, and then the body is the physical manifestation of that, you know. <clears throat> Uh, Jason said our bodies are our avatar of our soul. Yeah, 100%, 100% they are. And there is definitely an interaction with that, and there is an interplay with that, 100%. Um, I, I'm not sure to quite to quite what extent. I think that when, as we get, as we probably cross over to the spirit realm and we under, start understanding this more, we'll, we'll probably get more information around this to why that is. But I do feel like our souls, our own unique souls, obviously physically manifest the body in which we inhabit for some some type of reason, you know, that, some emotional reason um I, I i don't fully understand but there's there's just the laws definitely seem to me that that from a, a manifestation level that our souls create the bodies in which we inhabit you know on a on a not just like physically in our lives like i said before the way we walk around our lives now of course it's doing that and it's affecting what ailments we have and things like that but i mean like on a pure state on a as we manifest into a physical form into a body you know as we enter the spirit realm through the through our mothers, you know. And it's mad to think about that, you know, when you tap into moments like that. Like for me, like when because I think birth for me is a really interesting one. Like when the the, the the like the birth canal to me, you know, it's the spiritual portal in which we bring beans into, you know, which the mother brings beans into. That's why it's so sacred and beautiful. <clears throat> but it's a, when you really tap into that, it's a really beautiful and interesting thing to feel into, you know, that process of like like emotionally feeling or like that process of like how spiritually like we've kind of like come into the physical form through another human vessel you know this place is mind-blowing you know it's beautiful um kai said um how's it going kai as well been a long time still need to play that uh that uh that chess game as well that's that's a that's a draw <laughs> that was a draw <laughs> um we had four i think we had four pieces left on the table as well four pieces i think we had on that table left we still need to, uh, you had to add to, and that was backwards and forwards that game of chess for sure. Uh, have you seen the film I Origins? I think I have actually. Um, I keep forgetting the name, but I'm sure I've, I'm sure I've seen the film I Origins. <clears throat> I said this a few times, but I definitely recommend uh, The Chosen 100%. If anyone hasn't seen The Chosen out there, 100% recommend that. That's on Netflix at the moment in a series three at the moment, but that's uh, like really interesting. Um, Jason also asked another interesting question. He said, Do you believe? an animal's soul as powerful as ours uh, i'm not too sure um like i say I, i'm really not too sure about that uh, I, I definitely think that we're definitely something different to an to, to an animal in my opinion <clears throat> uh, divine truth jesus he talks a lot about this and uh, he's obviously he's he's much more advanced than i am when it comes to this but he believes that he speaks about how uh, the soul of an animal is very different to a human to a human uh and also in, the, in 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 regards to kind of their journey their, and their progression through the human realm they come in they come in for a different purpose and a different reason and it definitely seems to me on a soul level that the animals definitely do seem very different to me you know like different to to where we are and i I'm, and, I, and i know that can kind of sound sound very um maybe egotistical from a human perspective and maybe it is you know who knows but i definitely do feel on a soul level that we are very different different animals and i feel like our progression is is a lot different uh but there is something interesting that i have observed and that i do feel that's really interesting about animals i do feel that especially when it comes to animals i do feel that animals are very much mirroring our emotional energy 
and, and, and uh, where we're at because I've found that a lot of the times um, that when we when you interact with animals, for example, and you have your pet own pets, they mirror your emotions. You know, like cats. Cats are very, very, very uh, emotional mirrors, and they do this very a lot. But all animals do this. You know, they they're they they're reading the emotional, they're mirroring your emotions. You know, in the in the in the the inner the mirror in your emotions basically and that's that's where i can say for that uh, jason said are we superior uh, I, I wouldn't i don't know if i'd really use that word superior but i'll just use the word different you know uh i don't think humans are human soul superior anything i don't think superior it's a good question though i don't think superior is the right word for me uh but i think uh we're definitely something different we're really i think we, i really do feel like i feel like that i definitely feel like i said to say it again i think our progression is a bit is, is a lot different to uh is a lot different to to um to a to a, to a to an animal, but who might who might say that you know I'm not in the soul of an animal, uh, I'm not experiencing the, the the animal of a soul the soul of an animal and seeing what they're experiencing you know, but it definitely feels like there's something different different happening to me you know, but then it's also like it's the same thing for like kind of the like the earth as well because the earth's an intelligent organism too as well like, you know like got because I think like the way I like to see it is like um. You know, God's God's interacting through all. You know, He's probably interacting through it all. You know, like He has something in some weird, weird, weird shape or form that that I can't fully comprehend yet because I'm not there emotionally. <clears throat> but God's interacting through it all. You know, like nature and in the birds and the trees and the weather. Because I feel like I feel like at the heart of this entire place, it's that, like I said before again, it's it all it takes it back to the emotions. You know, and it's the emotions cause everything. You know, I think emotions cause the weather you know it causes like not only just the environment in which we live it causes like it causes like uh natural disasters on the planet you know i feel like the soul condition of the planet affects things that turn up like 100 percent, it does you know it, it affects physical manifestations not just on an individual level but on a collective level you know i think like everything that we're experiencing individually is all kind of affecting the the whole you know i think is it called like the 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 the, the, the miharashi effect or something like that you know like where we all know that like how you know mass kind of mass soul influence can affect matter you know like that's always been experienced you know like all the different experiments on water you know like with the, the japanese guy who did the experiments on water and people who's done it with trees and plants and stuff like that you know <clears throat> we all know like from a from an intellectual perspective there is an intelligence that's governing this place but on a soul level where where is that you know because behind the intellect there's something intelligent you know there's something there's something uh divine you know and to me it's god you know there's a god and that's what always gets me to, to takes me takes me back to that you know 100 and i'll see what any any comments i've missed at the top uh dan said in the comments how's it going dan dan said uh you have a spot in both of my irises that's interesting um well, like I was saying before, like obviously I'm still coming, I'm still coming in terms of this, but uh, what, what that guy was talking about when he was talking about how the different, the different kind of like the points, the how, because obviously I'm not at the stage yet where I can kind of like differentiate this, you know, like hopefully in the future I can, I can get to that place, but yeah, I need to try and figure it out me, figure out my own first, you know. But it's it is interesting that that certain aspects within our iris, you know, like obviously do correspond to emotional injuries that we have 
from our environment you know that we've that we've picked up on from our parents or our mother like i was saying before and uh and obviously going on the journey to try and discover that you know it's obviously something that you need, we need to try and discover but it's interesting obviously to watch that watch that watch that too as well watch that progression you know in our own lives like watch the progression of like how our working on ourselves working on our soul like affects the eyes you know like do an do an experiment you know take a picture uh do a month experiment you know like feeling some emotions you know and crying in them because i do feel like one of the biggest things that we have to do is, is um is emotionally kind of like you know you have to we have to really be allowed to be overwhelmed by our emotions you know like it's that's where it's at you have to fully be overwhelmed by emotion to clear things out uh kai said i've just come back from traveling southeast asia for three months i know i've seen some of your instagram pictures actually mate look really really good uh, it blew my mind how the cultures and all the regions all felt connected to to one main source yeah definitely i definitely found that about traveling as well it definitely seems like when you when you do travel a lot more like the like the not right words like like the cult like as you say the cultures are the more the more rooted aren't they like that's a good way of putting it the more connected to one main source you are it's like uh <clears throat> Like the more, the more it's more rich and more and more. How do you explain? It? It's hard to explain, but the the more rooted, rooted in like a high morality, you know, like in a in a the more connected, if you want to say that, like, like as you say, it's hard to really put a put a put a word on that. But I definitely do feel that. I feel that a lot about um like when I go to countries who are more, whether this is in a in a uh, like generically it's in a bad or a good way, but when countries are more steeped in in kind of even sometimes to a sense more dogmatic in religious practices they've got better morality you know like they really have like a lot of the portuguese people have got much better morality um because they're more rooted in that in they have they have faith you know they're connected to something on a from a faith perspective and i think faith's really important because i think in the monday era faith's been a lot of faith's been kind of it's been ripped out of us you know as people and we've disconnected ourselves religiously from faith and I think when you do that, you lose a lot of morality, you know. <clears throat> um, Jason said, thanks, Dan. Enjoyed that. I'm going back to watch the snooker. Looking forward to your next Homestead video. Keep up with the, the cracking great jokes. No worries. Uh, yeah, uh, enjoy the snooker, mate. <laughs> um, uh, Dan said, I feel like all our souls are created equal and are on their own journey. The feeling of them being different or lower somewhere, hardware, they have access. Oh, sorry, I'll read that again. I feel like our souls are created equal and are on their own journey. The feeling of them being different or lower in some way is the hardware they have access to this realm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I do feel like as well with that, I feel like, I feel like obviously in our pure state we all have access to that. I just I just think like obviously our different emotional injuries that we all have obviously affect how we how we interact with the world. You know, I really I really believe that. I think like we've all got different things that obviously create our unique. We all have our, in our core we all have our uniqueness too as well. That all that all affects that. You know. Uh, Dan said dogs have uh, N sixty four kind of process, but humans have more of a PS five level. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, we've got the cheat code. Where 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 human human beings have got the cheat code of the PS five. <laughs> Dogs are still kind of playing on the PS one, aren't they? <laughs> Don't know where they're at. They're like, what what's going on here? Dogs just want food and sex. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's funny. But some humans do as well. So that's an argument of that too as well. I love that. It was funny though. <laughs> Dan said their brains don't allow a deeper experience due to the due to the hardware. Yeah. Due to them still playing on the PS1. <laughs> still playing on the on the NACA Nintendo 64 and we we've got uh, the PS5. But uh like I say, who who knows what an uh like I say, we all all play on the PS5 at the minute, but there's also the the PS20 as well. You know that we haven't we haven't all gained access to. You know, <laughs> but as we start working on ourselves, we get access to the PS20. Uh, you know, <laughs> and, and go up in a realm, and then we and then and then the the, the, the spirit beings who are operating at, at PS20 think we're animals and think we're dogs. You know. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm going to leave it there. It's been a good one, and uh, I want to leave on that funny note what Dan said because I thought it was a funny one. So anyway, any everyone, get off the uh, get off your Nintendo Nintendo sixty four and get on get, get playing on that PS five. <laughs> Love that. Anyway, have a good one wherever you are in the world, and uh, I'll uh, be back next Monday and I'll see what I can uh, <laughs> what, what I can dive into. Kai said, uh, "Did you see the recent podcast of the lady telling a story from the two thousand six UFO sighting? I haven't I haven't seen that. I mean, when we at the lakes, we seen that UFO ourselves or whatever whatever was going on. Something was going on for sure." Um. Skava said, "Great stream. Have an awesome rest of your week. You too. Everyone, have a good one, and uh, I'll uh, I'll catch you in the next one. I'm going to do next one on Monday. Monday again. Every Monday, I'm going to try and stick to these. So uh, I'll see you next Monday, everyone. Big love."